This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. A Senate version of legislation that seeks to control classroom discussions of race would no longer affect Georgia's public colleges and universities. In addition, K-12 school districts would no longer face financial penalties for violating the provisions in Senate Bill 377. The Senate Education and Youth Committee made those amendments Monday before advancing the bill in a 5-4 vote. The legislation now goes to the Senate Rules Committee before a possible vote on the Senate floor. In its new form, it would apply only to K-12 classrooms and to training for state government employees. Last week, the Georgia House of Representatives adopted House Bill 1084 with similar classroom prohibitions. The bills come in the wake of national outrage over the notion that teachers are promoting the college-level academic concept known as critical race theory, which is used to examine the effect of racism on society. In other news, the state's largest accreditation agency for K-12 schools walked back last year's findings that the Cobb County School District rushed into policy changes and did not properly vet spending decisions. But Cognia stood by its criticism of how the Board of Education functions. The president and CEO of Cognia, Mark Elgart, said at a school board meeting on Monday, quote, The evidence indicated that the board is fractured. Elgart encouraged the board members to set aside personal agendas. The reversal means the district won't have to show evidence of improvement to Cognia until 2024. The school district, the state's second largest, was the subject of a special review by Cognia in August, after the accreditation agency received complaints from board members, residents, and teachers. The complaints focused on the board's governance and financial decisions during the COVID-19 pandemic. But in a departure from the original review, Elgart on Monday commended the board for its fiscal responsibility and for following correct procedures when implementing policy changes. Meanwhile, after some seven years of investigation and two years of pandemic disruptions, jury selection is scheduled to begin Wednesday in the first trial of the Atlanta City Hall corruption probe. Mitzi Bickers, a pastor and political operative who helped Kasim Reed win his first race for mayor in 2009, faces a dozen felony counts. Federal prosecutors allege that from 2010 to 2014, Bickers orchestrated a cash-for-contract scheme with two construction contractors involving emergency snow removal, bridge repair, and sidewalk projects. Bickers did not have an official hand in contracting, but prosecutors contend she used her influence at City Hall, both during her role as Director of Human Services and after she left the Reed administration, to help steer $17 million in city work to two construction contractors. Prosecutors allege Bickers and her companies received more than $2 million in bribe payments. The prosecution of Bickers has taken a torturous route. The trial was originally scheduled for April 2020, but it was repeatedly delayed by the pandemic. Some of the alleged conduct stretches back 12 years. The city, meanwhile, is on its second mayor since Reed left office at the beginning of 2018. And WSB-TV, still reeling from the death of Jovita Moore, has hired well-respected CBS 46 anchor Karen Greer to become an evening anchor. Greer wrote on her personal Facebook page Monday, It will be a while before you actually see me on TV, but I'll be in the background working hard for you, as always. Due to a non-compete clause in Greer's contract with CBS 46, she will not be able to be on air on Channel 2 Action News for six months. Moore, who died last October from an aggressive brain tumor, had been a stable force at WSB-TV for decades, having taken over for Monica Pearson in the evening spot in 2012. She had been expected to remain there for many more years. 
Moore's unexpected death led to an opening, and they landed on Greer. Spoken Layer <laughs>